0: I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode, and you're listening to Recode Replay, powered by digital media. Now here's an interview from the stage of Code Media.
1: I have the pleasure this morning of introducing a really fascinating character in the media space, uh, Bob Bowman of MLB Advanced Media. So Bob, come on out. (laughs) You like that song? I guess, who's that? (laughs) I wish I were that young. I, we made you better looking. Oh my God, yes. That's like you know. By the way, that's not hard. I think we're spinning that business off. Make people better looking. The dot business? Yeah. No, those aren't dots. You did that. that you're you're done with that. That was the old thing.
0: Yeah, not, no, You've no good. You've just
1: been here enough times. Uh, so, uh, for those who don't know, uh, uh, well, why don't you explain what you do and how you got started, briefly, and then <laughs> we'll talk about that. That's future. a really, really good
0: question. I mean, yeah. You've been doing this a long time, huh? Start with 2,000, I want to say. What, what do you do? I mean, really, that's <laughs> your first question? <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. Uh, I work at baseball. Yeah. And we do all the media. And BAM started 15 years ago, 2000. So uh, 2001 was our first season. So this will be our, whatever, our 16th season um, of doing baseball. And it's, you know, uh, BAM will do about a billion two, billion three in revenue this year. High margin business, high growth business. Unfortunately, uh, fans and people love baseball, so we're really lucky. It's like being born to rich parents. We got born with great content, and so uh, we're pretty lucky in that way.
1: And you haven't suffered from the fact that baseball has declined uh, as the national pastime and all that,
0: I think, particularly among the younger demographic? I think both those uh, assumptions are inaccurate, um, is what I would say as politely as I can. <laughs> um, You're not polite. I, I mean, I, the, the word wrong comes to mind, but I don't want to use that. Yeah. The, the, First of all... It's it because I'm right, is I basically why. I understand, I understand the journalists are right. The, um, <laughs> I've been living with that all my life. Yeah. The, I would just say this, that in terms of youth, you, know, you look at our, our app, it's opened 8 million times a day. The average age on App Bad is 31. It's younger than any other, you know, any other league. So we skew very young in baseball. Where we don't skew young is Nielsen. And guess what? No one on TV skews young. Because people watching TV are... You and me, yeah. and we don't skew young. And so you have to— Even I don't watch that much. but I, Right. I mean, increasingly we don't, but those who do, I think the average age probably is in the 50s on, on regular network TV. And so I think when you look at Nielsen data, you see that. But for all of us in this space, whether it's live sports, whether it's regular content, we have to, and people are doing this already, really understand who's watching and where because all media is skewing a lot younger than Nielsen says because of who's watching it, where they're watching it, whether they time and device shift it, or in our case, they can't time shift it, but they device shift it. And so we skew quite young. And and in terms of the national pastime, I think when you add up the total amount of time people spend with baseball versus other sports, I think we're going to do quite well. And yet, even though you have that logo, and
1: even though you're, you're talking about baseball, you're doing a lot of things that aren't baseball. And that's, I think, what makes it so fascinating. I mean, I'm just going to say that I think in the judgment of a lot of people who look at uh, streaming and apps, you, the sophistication of your stuff is, is very strong. And you've taken that technology piece that you built, and you're do, do you, you do a bunch of stuff that you won't talk about, but you do, even the stuff you will talk about, you do HBO Now, they turn to you, you're handling the streaming for them, right? And, the, right? App, and the app, too. Stop me when I'm wrong. You, you have rights to uh, NHL. You do that. Yeah, just launched that. Uh, PGA. Yes. Uh, you did match March Madness last year. We've been year, doing that for or five or six right? years with, with, Turner, right. with first CBS Now. Turner. They're not baseball. They're it's not. March Madness. It's, 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 a great, I mean, it's a great event, though. So there's, that's a bunch of sports plus HBO. And then you do stuff you don't talk about, right? Right. Like, we I've, don't talk. About I'm it. just going to say my guess is you probably were the ones in the back and streaming the Super Bowl. I'm just guessing. In the past, we want
0: You want to tell me if I'm wrong? No. I, well, I'd love to tell you you're wrong <laughs> regularly. It doesn't do me any good, but I tell you you're wrong regularly. But the uh, yeah, we've done the Super Bowl in the past. It, you know, some people sometimes clients don't want us to mention it. We don't care. You know, we're a we're a we're a white label solution. Okay. So so, you don't a name anywhere.
1: so you're you're moving away from being. I know that the MLB owners still are your owners yes they are and MLB is still the core well, you consider it your core thing but you've built all this capability to and and you actually own rights in things other than baseball yeah. the next step
0: is you're going to be spun out right or we're part take, part of your operations we're going to take business. the technology business the third party business and separate it from the baseball business it deserves to be separated. It should be separately focused on, probably separately capitalized. The risk profile may be different in that business than in a baseball business with our owners. And so we've been talking to uh, potential equity investors, you know, people that you would know, everyone would know, frankly. And uh, it's going really well. And they are. <laughs> eh, you're funny. <laughs> You're a funny guy. I am a funny guy. You're yeah. a funny guy. Okay. Anyway, but they are... Even, you know, I mean, I'm a baseball fan. Yeah, Even me... You're you a diehard, diehard Red Sox fan. Yeah, so? What do you think of your, what do you How do you like your team this year? Better, but that's not saying much. Well we'll see. well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a tough division. American League East is going to be a beast this year. That's a, I, I know. Yeah, so, I mean...
1: I mean, I, you know, we've won three World Series in recent years, and have. that's great, but I still am scarred by 50 years of nothing, so... I take. You're handling it well, great. though. You're, you're handling. Never it well. mind that. Who are the three equity investors? No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're. I mean, they are. you know, That was a good diversion, but they're, they're But both. unless David Ortiz is one of them, who are the? Who are the three? Be great. Be great. He's got the money. That's for sure. <laughs> the. Uh, you know, it's just we're talking to strategics people who are in our space, either content wise or technologically wise, and we're obviously talking to so-called financial advisors, financial investors, and the fact is, strategics are financial too and financial are strategic. They you know some of the people that you know are really good at this. They're better at this than we are. How do you how do you grow a business? How do you hire people? Even people, you know, the the 25 year sensation that is Shane Smith, even he, you know, who's one of a kind. If you've ever could come close to one of a kind, he's it. Even he came to the conclusion that it's probably a good time to you know bring in other people figure out what figure out what he's got there. And so right. so I think we're in the same we're not certainly Shane Smith far from it, but I think we're in the same position just trying to say we can probably grow this better. We probably could use smarter people around the table, uh, and and people more experienced than we. I mean, it's been fine, and we've done a good job, and the people at BAM work extremely hard to do these third-party businesses. But this is a good time to say we probably could we could probably be bigger and faster and even better. And you, you know, money's one thing, brains is another, experience is a third, and we could use all three. So last night, John Skipper was here, and. Uh... He's certainly been hugely
1: successful, but he's there's uh, you know there's a little bit of a struggle of how to how to be you know an o t t kind of streaming thing and still be a, a regular uh you know t v channel that's been very successful over the years um how do you, where do you how do you split
0: the baby in a way that it all works out? What do you think about that well, I think skippers. You know, he's another 20-year-plus veteran. He's phenomenal. Uh, You know that firsthand. Everyone saw it last night. And ESPN is lucky to have him. I'm not nearly as as negative on ESPN. I mean, they, they, they are burdened by their success. They've been so successful they have to worry about that. But if you were to tell me that they can go from a basically 8 to 11 prime time, five days a week, and then maybe 10 hours of sports on Saturday and Sunday, eight hours, on one screen that sits on a wall, and now they can, and with these rights that they bought, now they can go to four billion screens, 24 by seven. It's hard to imagine anyone's betting against ESPN. We're all here, you're all- Okay, here. I
1: get it, but, but I was more interested in, okay, he's trying to figure it out. I'm not necessarily betting
0: against him. I wanna I, know how you're gonna figure it out. Well, I, I don't think, that, that's the great thing about this wall, all kidding aside, is you don't have to you don't have to figure it out. You just go where the people are. You know it, Willie Sutton had it right. That's why he robbed the banks. That's where the money is. So if the consumers are on their, their mobile devices and that's where they're spending 90 percent of their connectivity on a mobile device, it's not hard to figure out. That's where you got to be. And how you know I think the reason why he was here and and you all you know do what you do so well at you know at, your, at Recode is is how, you know, the five, next five years, how people get there, how John and, and others, you know, all the way up to Bob Iger, who's done a phenomenal job uh, at Disney. Uh, in 10, 10 years' time, he's totally changed that company. It's amazing what he's done. But how they get from here to there, that's going to be fascinating. They're going to get there. There's no question ESPN's going to be successful. And what about Bob Bowman? What, uh, I, I'm, Where
1: are you going to be in five years? Are, <laughs> uh, you've got the technology, you've got the rights, you're about to raise a bunch of money, you've got the rest of the money still from the baseball owners
0: Um, we want to be competitive we want to be bidding
1: for rights you want to be bidding for rights absolutely so are you going to be the first successful all over live sports ott do you have a shot at that let's let me be kinder and say do you have a shot at it Uh, maybe i mean it's It's not looking at me maybe i was already kinder Uh, are you going to do you have a shot at
0: it? What about the, what about the planted questions you and I had? <laughs> Where are those? Those were all a faint. Did, did, you gave me all these <laughs> questions last night. You they were ha- fake. You have not asked one of those questions yet. What? <laughs> why, do, why do we meet the night before? It's a recode gonna... trick. <laughs> I am so tired of this bait and switch that you guys do. I had chapter and verse on all these all these questions you gave me. I can't, know what, no, what was your, what was this silly question you asked me? Uh, we'll the back. question is, do you have a shot at doing oh. that? You know, I think so. I, I, you know, let me say that. Thank you. Sure, I believe we That's do. That's why we're doing it. We believe we have a shot. Do we think we could ever be ESPN? No, not in the farthest stretch of imagination. They are—they're just really good at it, and, and they've—you know—good people run good businesses. Skipper's one of the best, if not—you know—he's certainly one of the top ones out there. So, are we going to be ESPN? No. But is there a role for over the top, you know, virtual MVPD worldwide sports programming? I think there is, and we'd like to at least compete in that business. What about non-sports programming? Are you
1: just the technical arm that will do stuff for, like, HBO Now? Or is there, are you in any way interested
0: in also doing non-sports? You know, it's a really interesting question. Um, we told the the sort of non-sports people when we had these discussions, Walt, we said we're happy to take as much risk as you'll give us so if, if you you know we'll we'll put in all the money we'll, we'll build it we'll we'll be completely on the hook and if it's successful we make money if it's not we lose our money and and so we have more upside we're not really a rights owner but we have upside as if we were a rights owner if they sell more subscriptions we'd have more we'd have more rights Th- those people have been unlike sports where everyone sells virtually everybody sells their rights in some fashion um they've been in general reluctant to sell rights or let us share the upside. We were very close with one partner and he called me up and said, Bob, if, if we sell, you know, if we basically have two million subscribers, you're gonna make X. I said, that's right, but you're gonna make a lot. You're gonna make, a, you're gonna, you're, you know, your stock's gonna double. And he, did, he just didn't wanna pay it. And so we ended up back and doing a vendor deal. But so, so far, while we've asked to structure our deal sort of where a lot of upside like a rights deal, in the entertainment space, broadly speaking, we have not found a partner that we've been able to execute that on. We'd love to do it. I mean, we're happy to take the risk. One of the reasons we're raising money is so if that came along, we can take the risk. And hopefully we'll make money. But if we don't, and not everyone will, but we, that's, we can have a slightly different risk profile, be a little more aggressive. Bob, do you...
1: I can't remember. We, we've done this a few times. It was a few years ago the last time, and obviously the world changes pretty fast. You know, there was a bunch of buzz when... Uh, the NFL was uh, the Thursday night football thing came up there was a bunch of buzz that maybe instead of a TV network the primary owner of the rights might be, I don't know, Apple or Google or somebody. Do you think that will, that will happen anytime soon?
0: No. Uh, Tell the, me why. To do 10 million concurrent streams in the US, you know, no one's done it. No one's come close. You'd have to buy up every CDN. The, the, the issue is you know, eventually we'll get there. Will we have the hardware to be able to distribute 10 million concurrent streams of a high quality, you know, fractured all over these devices? We can't, you, you couldn't sustain it. I don't want to say you couldn't. It'd be really hard to do. Could you do it one-off? If someone came to us and say, on January 17th, we need 10 million concurrent streams, could we do it? Sure. Could we do it, you know, Netflix would... Why? Because you'd assemble everything that You'd have, you'd that have to one assemble day. every CDN. And by the way... And you'd, by, and you'd probably rob... Other internet no, capacity. no Netflix isn't shown that day. Um, <laughs> no Netflix. No Netflix. No MLB.com. No No NBA.tv, Nothing. I mean, I mean, I, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but to, to, to compile it all, you could do it once a week, but nothing else would su- suffice. But the cost to do that is so expensive because it isn't out there, and so we need to get to a spot, and we're getting there. We were. It's you know, you and I are both old enough to remember 15 years ago how bad our broadband was. The U.S. was a fifth world nation. I can remember 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah we, we just had no broadband, but we bet big on broadband and now broadband's really good in America and gonna get a lot better. I mean, wireless broadband is gonna, you know, the equivalent 5G is coming and it's gonna be really good for this country. So, you know, will we be there someday where there's enough capacity to be able to stream this in high quality for 10 million concurrents? Yes. Is it an eco- it's just not an economically, it's not there. So what the NFL did, what Brian did was very smart. You know, he has three networks involved in the TV product. He's going to get someone to do some of the streaming, but it's it's sort of an overflow. It's like the Super Bowl streaming. If Super Bowl that were the only place, you couldn't do it, right? You, just, you, you might know something about the Super Bowl streaming. Right? I, I, well, we've done it in the past. That's all I've said. We've done it in the past. <laughs> um, but you know, so he's the it, past being what a month, a few no, you know, some, weeks. Sometime in two, Sometime in this century, we've, we've done that. We've streamed the Super Bowl. But so Brian's doing it smart. They're going to get learn more. And it won't tax the system. You know, maybe they'll do a million concurrence. You know, total views, maybe three million. Maybe they'll do a million concurrence. That's manageable. That's easy, uh, not easy to do, but it's 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 something. People- well, how much can you do? What's your capability? Well, w- w- the most we've ever done is is in terms of concurrence, it, We've kissed two million concurrents, and that's for some of our partners, not not for baseball, but for some of our partners. And and to sustain two million, that's that's you know that's two major CDNs, you know, really chugging. And you don't have backup. I mean, that's the other thing, too. If something goes wrong and you're using all these CDNs, who do you go to? I mean, who's next? I mean, but could, could, could Google or Amazon do something like this? Sure. Um, could they bid for the NFL rights? Sure. Is it worth doing uh, you know, whatever the price is for, a one, you know, for 10 weeks? Don't know. Is that, a, is that a business model or is that a stunt? Don't know. What's Q up
1: to? And, AD- and, and, and what do you think is going to happen there?
0: Well, I think, you know, there's another business that everyone thinks, everyone knows is so smart, so hip, so now, so current. And yet that management team has been there for 25 years. You know, there's nobody, you know, nobody in that management team is 16 or, you know, 21. There, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, and he's done all right for himself, you know, is not at yes? Apple. Yeah. yeah, he's done pretty well. The, the, but, you know, that's a great management team. We're, like everyone else who's a developer, a content owner, we've gotten the no Eddie Q we're lucky because he loves sports. Um, he you know, does. He loves sports, he loves baseball, he happens to like Duke basketball. Have you given him a private Duke channel in his house? No, we're, we're, we have not, but maybe that's, what, that's why we've been getting to yes on some of the things. But Eddie's done a great job, and now with Phil sort of you know, stepping in too, those are two, you know, if the world were Eddie Q and Phil Schiller, in terms of what we would do with, deal with in life, they're visionary, they run good businesses, they're smart business people, they're attentive to what you want. Schiller is smart enough to be a Red Sox fan too. He's also a Red Sox fan, uh, right? He, he's he's done pretty well too. Um, he's in Ortiz land in terms of money, I think. Maybe even above it. Maybe John Henry land. I'm not, but okay. Well, you're, you're young. Your day may come. But I mean, so those if everyone were like that, I mean, they don't. The answer is usually no. But it is. They have a business and they have a model that works. You know, somebody said to me, Bob, don't you hate paying the thirty percent? And we do. We wish it we were fifteen. On Apple TV, it is. But they've created an ecosystem that's you know, phenomenal, absolutely essential for developers and, and content owners. And so they deserve their fair share. Do they have a chance to build their own service with skinny bundles? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, once you get into the content business and, and you, they found this out in music, first of all, there's a lot. You know, they were the first to come up with a uh, they weren't the first, but they did smartphones best. You know, the phone preceded the app store by a year. The app store is pretty special on Apple. Right. It's great on Android too, and obviously Google's done a phenomenal job catching up and actually in some, in some cases with the phones, people think they've exceeded what Apple's done. But when you get into the content delivery business and you get into you know, the, the, the business of creating stuff that people love that isn't hardware, it's a different game. They found that out in music. There's a lot of competitors, and so everyone assumes that they will get in and everyone assumes they'll be the best. I'm not sure. Either one of those is yes. They're really smart. I'm not sure they're going to get into it. And there's a lot of competition out there. We know that firsthand. That they have a lot of advantages, but they can't give themselves an advantage. Otherwise, no one's going to be on their phone. You know, if they favor this sport versus baseball, we'll say, see ya. So it's hard. It's hard for them. They're very smart. and What we love, I mean, they're just, they're just really thoughtful, attentive, great partners. They help us every, every step away. We could not ask for better partners. They, they made a lot of money from us, but they've earned every penny. Well, I've been known to actually
1: uh, watch a baseball game on your app. Yes. Paying you a subscription, 10 feet from a big screen, high res TV, because I'd rather sit on the porch. Right. Nice. Smoke a cigar and, and watch the Let's, game. We on could my do that iPad. right here.
0: If we put it on right Can we down. smoke
1: a cigar right here?
0: Probably not. No. I mean, we're in California. I don't think you can smoke a cigar no. in all of California. <laughs> Although I I heard about on my way out, I mean not my way out, but all we hear about is how dry California is. It's dry, 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 and I'm here yesterday. I flew in yesterday. I was in LA all day, and it's like 18 feet of rain in in six hours. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. This is dry. I'm not a meteorologist, but I don't think that's making up
1: for the drought yet. Probably not. Probably. um, That's a good point. But the question is, uh, I'm using a screen that's. You know, objectively inferior to the one I have ten feet away, but I don't care. Right? Is that
0: am I weird, or is that just an? Uh... I think that's the point, and that's why streaming, you know, building apps and streaming isn't for everybody, because in today's world, let's say there's, you know, let's say there's five percent of the, our users do what you do. Well, we we got millions and millions of subs, so five percent's a lot. And, and if a hundred of them go to Twitter and say it doesn't look good, we're you know we're done. And so. We live in a world where you need, obviously, thick skin, but you also need big ears because you have to listen to all what these people say. And if 100 people think your app is no good, and we've been through it, and we went through it the, the launch of the NHL, our CDN went down, we had real problems that first night. But we got through it, and the fans spoke up, and, as you'd expect. But if it's a big screen experience, or if it's on Xbox, or if it's on PlayStation, or Roku, whatever it is, or just on your, your tablet, it's gotta look great. Otherwise, you will be on Twitter. And uh, 10 years ago, You know, you you, you A, didn't know, and B, you might not have cared if it was perfect. And now you know, because people talk.
1: Okay, so you brought up Twitter, so I have to ask you what I think is going to be true for everybody who does content, Uh, whether it's people like us or people doing what you do. Um, What's your feeling about off platform content? Will there be a time when you will make available to me either an entire game or highlights or something that is only available. You're not even going to bother to publish it on your site or in- on your app, but you're only going to publish it on uh, Facebook, or you're only going to
0: publish it on Snapchat, or you're only going to publish it on Apple News. What's We do that now. Um, YouTube has its unique content. We have a deal with Google, and it's, it's obviously an important. All these platforms are important you have to have your content on every platform. Every model's different, Twitter's a broadcast medium, YouTube is not, um, and so you know. in terms of real time, if you're not if you're not actively using Twitter, you're missing a big audience. It, it's a broadcast network. It's, it's in, in some ways more real time than other things that we do, uh, and more real time than what MLB.com does. It's on Twitter before we have it sometimes. So you have to have, everybody has to have a relationship. But do part. you put the video on, can you we imagine do. putting video on Twitter that is
1: not on your app
0: no i don't think we'll ever i don't think we'll ever because
1: for those who don't know i mean in his app he you can watch the game but you can also watch highlights every time there's a in-game highlights actually and and then there are other modes where you can watch highlights
0: i don't think we'll ever penalize our app users by saying it's only over here there will be content that is only that we don't create you know snapchat we did a deal with them last year we're going to try and do a deal with them this for spring training this year We did a deal where they take all this content and they put up their 200 second video and it gets 40 million plays. They're all 25 and under. And that content doesn't appear on our site, but it's created by users. It's created by fans. It's created by players. And so that is not that content that we don't create will live on YouTube, will live on Snapchat, will live on Twitter, will live on Facebook, and we're fine with that. Uh, This content that we create, some of it may be on Facebook, but it'll also be in the app. Some of it may be on Snapchat, but it'll also be in the app. I don't think we ever want people who are in the app to say I've got to get out of this app and go to Snapchat. What we want to do, conversely, is if people aren't Snapchat. Give them all the baseball they want. If they like it, maybe they'll come to the app. But gone are the days. Because the age, the age group for Snapchat. And I don't mean to generalize, because obviously there's
1: different people at every age. But there's a lot of people that age that don't want to sit through a three-hour baseball. I don't blame game. them. They just don't. No, I mean the, the simple, the great thing about baseball is so if you can put
0: highlights or, or some other kind of thing on Snapchat. And you know the other thing is they. The narrative of our baseball game is rarely the score. You know, we play 162 games. Your Red Sox do. So the final score of any one game, you can do the math. It's less than 1%. It's not like a football game when it's 10 times more important. Right. Uh, you know, for us, it's almost a homestand equals one football game. And so any one score, that's rarely the narrative. The narrative is the triple play in the third inning. The narrative is the bat flip in, in the seventh inning. The, there's, the narrative is usually something else. And that's what connects with viewers and that's what connects with fans. Young and old, it isn't uniquely young, it isn't unique. that's the stuff that you can put other absolutely. places. It's, it is other places, whether we put it there or not. I mean, we put it there, we embed our video and put it everywhere. And again, it's slightly different on Snapchat that it would be on Facebook, it would be on Twitter. They're all different platforms, of course, but people do too. I mean, people have their Facebook page. They put it up. People have their, you know, their Twitter. They, they post things. So, uh, the, you know, we're, the only time we really get itchy is when media outlets, you know, you don't do this, but other media outlets, they will post video that is, you know, not, not ours and not theirs. And we call them up and say, just use ours, please. But when fans do it and they put it everywhere, I, I think that's great. I mean, and, and invariably, as you've just correctly pointed out, it's generally the camera's focused toward the stands, not toward the field. The narrative is something that's going on there i mean we have a sport with 75 million people you know more than the other leagues combined the fans are are usually part of the story in, in our narrative for our great game all right
1: well thanks i appreciate it Thank and you. we're going to let people ask questions really yes we are we do not have to be a baseball fan because remember he's going to be a big deal doing all kinds of things <laughs> someday as well as someday go ahead my name is alex i run a company called SmileTime. time not a baseball fan, grew up in the Soviet Union, so I haven't quite figured out the rules yet. Um, <laughs> although they're the, like the Red Sox, too. Um, not, not meant to be a softball question, a, a serious question. Uh, the narrative in general about hiring tech people uh, between media companies and tech-focused companies is that media companies uh, don't tend to uh, have a much harder time attracting top talent. And you guys seem to have been um, an incredible exception to that rule. And have not only have you built... A great tech organization you've done so as a wholly owned division of a media company um other than attracting baseball fans what are you know what, what are some of the things that you've put in place to make that happen and retain the people because
0: they, they don't have equity right no uh, not to my knowledge <laughs> I, I know i don't have equity i hope they don't have equity i i would say that it's a really good question and it's you know technology is a focus but it's true everywhere i'm a big believer that people are the difference, you know, whether you're whether you're digging dishes for a living or whether you're, you know, you're a, a world renowned journalist for a living, you do that for a living, whatever it is, people make a difference, and so we we really spend a lot of time in trying to hire, retain, promote, and pay the very best people, and so we, we spend all, it's it, you think of what I, I don't I can't write a lick of code I'm not you know I don't there's not really much I can do but hiring is you know sort of the one thing you're supposed to do well uh, in this business, and so we spend a lot of time on it. And I think we do, you know, I think culture really matters. Culture trumps strategy every day. But we also, I'd say this, a couple things. One is, it's a meritocracy, best ideas win. Um, The second is, we try and give clear definition of what we're trying to do. And I think the third thing is, we let people go. You know, we have kids your age who who say, I wanna go do the startup, I'm gonna get equity, and I could be worth $5 million if it all pans out. You know, they're 28 years old. We say, good. We'll take you back if it doesn't work out, but we're, we're not gonna try and you know, keep you from doing something. You're young and you're single and you want a chance to become a millionaire because you've got an idea, God love you. And also if you stay at BAM, you know, as Walt was touching on, there's always another mountain. There, you know, we're not just doing baseball, that's plenty. We're, we're gonna try and do other things. And it's not just you know, new technology stuff. You know, the, the 60 frames per second that we're doing for hockey, no one's done that before. And in a hockey game, you know, you see it looks, you know, some people are saying it looks better than it does on their TV. And so doing stuff like that is fun for people and we, we invest, you know, somebody asked me what the ROI is on this investment. I said, I have no idea. I have no idea what the ROI is. If we, if we looked at our business as, as distinct investments and in ROI, we probably wouldn't be doing any of this. So I think the fact that they know that they can find the next mountain I think matters too, but it's hard uh, and it is a full-time job. And if you're, if you can code, you know, leave me a resume because we're, we're always hiring. Here's someone applying for a job. I suspect. Nope. Uh, Lucas Shaw with Bloomberg, Dodger season ticket holder. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that annual sales are around one, two, one, three billion. I'm wondering how much of that comes from your, your baseball business and how much of it is from the tech third-party business. Yeah, it's it's about 75, 25, 75 baseball, 25 maybe maybe 80, 20. It's it's around there. 75, 25, 80, 20 baseball versus third-party. And how big do you project that third-party business can get while you're seeking investors? Billions and billions, right? Isn't that why we're doing this? You know, we're not, we didn't do this to lay up. You know, I'm, I'm, we're, we're going to, it's tin cup. We're going for the hole. (laughs) I don't know if you, if if you get the reference, but I get the reference. (laughs) Sorry to use a golf reference. I need a baseball reference. All right.
1: Well, thank you, Bob Bowman.
0: Really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for listening
0: to Recode Replay.